Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Hey sisters, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I am actually very excited to share this episode with you because I think this is probably one of the most important episodes I've ever recorded on the unity in the body of Christ and how we are to protect that unity as believers, as brothers and sisters in Christ. So let's look at some scripture in 1 Corinthians 11. going to be reading from the Passion Translation. Um, so if you have your Bible app or your paper Bible, let's open up um, 11, 1 Corinthians eleven seventeen, the Lord's table. Now on this next matter, I wish I could commend you, but I cannot. Because when you meet together as a church family, it is doing more harm than good. I've been told many times that when you meet as a congregation, divisions and cliques emerge. And to some extent, this does not surprise me. Differences of opinion are unavoidable, yet they will reveal which ones among you truly have God's approval. And what I love about the Passion Translation is there's footnotes on a lot of the verses that gives like deeper context and um, meaning and understanding of the verse. So in this footnote, it says differences of opinion between believers expose our hearts. Mature ones will overlook offenses and faults in order to maintain the precious unity of the body of Christ. Immature ones will cause splits, divisions, and cliques around their respective opinions. The ones whom God approves are those whose hearts remain pure in spite of petty differences. So again, this brings a lot of conviction um, to my heart, but I think this is just that footnote, mature ones will overlook offenses and faults in order to maintain the precious unity of the body of Christ. And as the Lord was revealing this to me, you know, I was reading this last night and then today as well, but the Lord was revealing to me like how important that is that we're overlooking these offenses and it had been something that even had happened earlier that day and I was thinking how you know I felt that offense it wasn't a big it wasn't anything big but this is offense um and how I really you know the Lord really led me to just forgive and like also repent for judging that person um based on my own offense so we can allow offenses to cause um to cause division um, in our hearts. So we, um, you know, there's different ways that we can have division. We can have, you know, uh, outright, like our, we make our own little clicks in the church. And if you're not, um, you know, rich enough, if you're not pretty enough, if you're, you know, we create these things, we look for the like-minded people and then we, um, shut the others and quotation marks, other people who aren't like us out right? So that's a very worldly mentality of family. Um, it's a very worldly, I wouldn't even call that family, a <laughs> worldly mentality of friendship, um, you know, of, um, like, um, in, in, like excluding people, like that's just so worldly. But what we do is we take that worldly mindset and, 
um, heart posture and we bring it into the church and we have clicks and division. So one way we can do it is just outright dividing, you know, um, like people and having our own little clicks. Um, but you know, one thing that we can also do is we can have division in our hearts. So no matter what, what it looks like, it's a heart issue. Um, that like the footnote says differences of opinion between believers expose our hearts and it's the truth because um it's the heart issue all the issues and matters of life start in the heart um it's in proverbs it's like all the issues of life flow from the heart so our division in churches and that we're experiencing like and i'm talking right now in this context in the church community that you are currently in if you're not in a church community we're going to go a little deeper into that but it's it's a division of the heart that says that ca- judges and categorizes people into like you know into these categories of um they're this they're that oh you know based on things that are temporary and not eternal um and that is so not of god that is so not why jesus came and why he died and we really have to reposition our hearts. We really have to repent. We really have to reposture our hearts into a place of um, humility. Because when we say like my opinion matters, like when we are um, dividing into cliques and when we're excluding the girl at the church who is um, going through a tough season and maybe she only talks about her problems all the time. It's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's real. It's not that, you know, that's a real thing that that person's going through. And maybe you don't need to be around that person all the time. But you're, we're also called to love our neighbor. We're also called to love each other. We're also called to be one and to build each other up, not exclude each other. Um, so you may be a person who's like, oh, you know, I don't exclude anyone. I talk to everybody. But in your heart, you may be judging and categorizing someone. And the Lord, it doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside because the Lord sees our hearts and he's coming for a pure and spotless bride. And that pure and spotless bride, that purity is in the heart. Um, So I just, I just really wanted to, it's like, Paul is calling this stuff out. You know, this is something that the early churches were dealing with, but we're still, still dealing with. And I feel like the Lord is just inviting or is, was inviting me and I'm sharing with you. And I believe he's calling all of us higher in maturity of not looking at each other after, oh, this makes me so sad (laughs) after things that just don't matter and are temporary like again the girl who's in a bad season or the guy who's um, financially in a bad place like all these things are temporary and we don't need to see each other after those things but see each other as the body and family of god because when we are and even if there's like opinions um that are coming up that you're like you know what i can't i how am i going to be around this person they're so difficult we we don't agree on um, things like if there's a base message of the gospel that you guys agree upon, there's always, there may be differences in 
other parts of your doctrine. But as long as the base message that Jesus came and died and rose again, and that we have freedom and that we're set free, and that he's coming back to redeem the earth, it's like the other petty like differences, whether it's like, oh, I don't think you should be able to eat meat or whatever. It's like that stuff that we're allowing, allowing to cause division. Again, it's like that is pride because it's like we're basically saying our opinion matters more than the precious unity and of experiencing unity in the body that Jesus paid for. It's just Christ isn't divided. Um, I think that was one of the things that the Lord was really highlighting to me. It was just like he's not divided. Um, And so we should not be divided and we should walk in our maturity and walk in this humble posture and allowing things, you know, allowing ourselves to look over offenses and faults of others to, to protect this precious unity that Jesus paid for. And if it's so important to the Lord, it should be so important to us. Like we need his heart, um, for his bride, for his body. Um, and that's just one thing is like, if, if this is what we're current, if this is what you're currently operating, the invitation is to be called higher, to love more because Jesus does hates, hates division and he hates our cliques. Um, but yeah, I just, so we really, I, I, I'm like, I'm stuttering because I'm like, Lord, I just want to pray and repent right now. And that's what I've been doing. Um, so I just even, you know, want to invite us into the truth of what the Lord says. And that's first Corinthians 12, 12. It's for as the body is one and hath many members and all the members of that one body being many are one body. So also is Christ. He's saying that there's so many, you know, members in the body, but we're all one in Christ. That means we're all part of God's family and that we're, that we don't need to see those people in our church communities with labels that the Lord isn't speaking over them, but we need to see them as daughters and sons of God and see them as brothers and sisters in Christ. Because if you think about this is the holiday season. So this is a great analogy. You know, when you go visit your, maybe your family members who are more difficult and you have different political opinions and you, and it's, uh, political opinions and you have different, um, opinions about just things and you don't bring it up at the dinner table because you know, it's going to start a huge deal or it's going to start a fight or it's going to start, you know, some sort of division. And that's why, but you, care about the people you care about your family members so much you overlook those things this is the exact same thing the lord is calling us to do is even if we have these differences um, in opinion is that we're actually because we love these people and that we see them as our family of god that we're going to overlook those things to protect that that unity and that and that um and that oneness in the body of christ um, and again, I'm talking about opinions, right? I'm not talking about um, the 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 base message of the gospel, which again, that that doesn't ever change. <laughs> so that's totally different. Um, but I'm talking about other other opinions, right? That are not rooted on the word of God. So we are called to be in family, um, and that's. And that's what the Lord wants. He wants us to be one. And this is what Jesus paid for. So again, if this is what Jesus paid for, how much more important um, is it that we understand like 
the calling as like brothers and sisters and seeing people as brothers and sisters. And another thing, um, I'm just going to read first Corinthians one 13. Um, cause when I, when I was meditating on this and really seeing, wow, God, like you do not like clicks. Um, I believe it's in Galatians where, um, you know, Peter gets rebuked by Paul because he's sitting with the Jews. He's, um, at, at dinner and not eating with the Gentiles, even though he's living the Gentile lifestyle of following Christ. And he doesn't abide or he doesn't, um, not abide. He doesn't go by all the Jewish laws. And Paul's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you acting like, like, he's like, basically why, like, why are you, um, trying to act like the law justifies you when it doesn't. And I just was like, wow, Lord, like you hate clicks. Like you are not about clicks. You're not about, you know, sitting at the right table. You're about, um, you actually invited everyone to your table. Um, and in first Corinthians one thirteen, he said, um, um, you know, there again, it's another, this whole letter to the Corinthians church is like correction and they're, they're fighting and arguing about leaders that they follow. Like I follow this leader, I follow that leader. And I think this is so again, important that we're having this talk, like this conversation on this podcast, because when election season's coming up, we're going to see these things in the body of Christ. We're going to see these differences of opinions, differences of parties, differences of who you're going to vote for. And I think we just need to position and heart posture, get our hearts aligned and postured to the heart of God and the unity in the body of Christ that he wants to see in his church because he paid for it right he paid for this like this matters to him so much and so in first Corinthians 1 he's the all these people are being divided by leaders and they say oh I follow Apollos oh I follow this guy it's causing division and Paul's like is Christ divided was Paul crucified for you were you baptized in the name of Paul he's basically like quit the nonsense like we're all one in Christ like why are you arguing so we really again it's like we see that today and we're going to see that coming in the future but it's such an opportunity that we have now to repent and get aligned and ask the Lord to align our hearts and get the get truth in our hearts in these areas where we are we have fallen we fall short to see each other as brothers and sisters in Christ so it's just an invitation from the Lord to become mature and come higher um and see and again protect the precious unity of the body um and yeah, so there's two, so there's really two communities I'm talking about here and that's, um, the body of Christ, right? Um, the body of Christ at the church community level where, you know, the, the church that you're currently going to, how we're seeing people in our church communities, how are we developing these cliques within our communities? Like, let's just stop the nonsense, right? And, everyone is invited to the Lord's table. Um, and I think this is really important, um, because I think it, and this, I realized too, it's like, we can have our churches and we can have our, um, you know, our home churches where we go and love all of that, but it's his house. Um, it's the Lord's house. It's the Lord's table. Um, and like he decides, that he decided to call all people to himself. So who are we to create these barriers in our hearts 
and what comes in our what's in our heart is how we you know act in the world it's like this is his house so the lord decides who comes in his house and everyone's invited <laughs> so we can't develop this posture of um oh you know this person isn't fit for my church or this person isn't fit for this or that um obviously if it's like their beliefs just don't match like like at the core of the gospel it may not be the right place for them and and they just want to cause again division but it's like people who are genuinely trying to come and know the lord or they don't know the lord and they're just trying to figure it out it's like this is his house so um we aren't allowed to shut people out from his house um period um even all they no matter what your opinions are um it's the lord's house and he has the final say um so i just i just really was convicted by that too i was like oh this is your house and everyone's invited <laughs> you know i don't no matter how i feel about it it doesn't trump your word that you said um um you know we're all one body and you've called all of us to yourself and so it does definitely just um takes this posture we need to take on a posture of humility um and receive you know it's like if this is his house then it's not my house and really just humble ourselves before the lord and repent um yes i am definitely telling you to repent on this podcast like is this girl telling me to pray repent yes if you feel conviction from this then yes i invite you let the lord um lead you in that and one thing is also we're all called to the Lord's Supper to eat of his one body and his blood. Um, and just 1 Corinthians ten sixteen. this is what I feel like the Lord really wants us. I feel like this is the place that we need to come to and a deep revelation of this um, truth to and operating in this truth. And that's 1 Corinthians ten sixteen. 16. Um, I believe it's in. I got a new KJV Bible. Praise the Lord. Um, so let me find it. 1016, I believe. Ah, yes. Oh, this is good. Wow. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. This is so huge. When I, you know, when I read that, I was just like, wow, we're all feeding from the same table. We're all receiving from the Lord, the same bread, the same body, the same body, the same blood. Like when we take communion, we are proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes, but we're also acknowledging that his body and his blood was given for us. And that, you know, those opinions that we have, they actually died um, when when we received the Lord, right? They died on the cross. So when we were resurrected into our new life, we were actually resurrected into the likeness of Jesus. And the likeness of Jesus is not one to divide. And I just think we need to come higher and we look at our brothers and sisters actually seeing them as brothers and sisters and not seeing them, um, especially those in our congregations, <clears throat> excuse me, or outside the congregation that are believers, like that are in need. Like if we see people in need that we don't see them as, oh, the homeless guy, the, 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 the um, the, like this person just wants something for me. Yeah, they have needs. Yeah, they, you know, 
they are in need and, and maybe asking for help, whether they're homeless, whether they just need help with their finances that week, what, whatever the ask is, I just think this is really important because these people may not be in your uh, immediate congregation, but they're out there um, still in the capital C church. They're still part of the one body. They are still called, we're all called to the Lord's table and we're all eating from the same table. The Lord didn't make a kid's kid's table. He didn't make a homeless person table. He didn't make any other table. And we see this again in the Bible where, um, you know, uh, I have to find it, but the basically saying like, you don't, he's like, I see that you're trying to, um, like, uh, favor people based on, you know, if they're poor or not. And let me just find that scripture before, while I look for the scripture, I'm going to keep talking. So basically it's like, God didn't make separate tables for different people in the church. We're all sitting at one table. We're all made to eat of one bread, one body, which is Christ. And that's what's you, that's what unites us as one in him is his body and his blood. He never wanted to be separated because Christ is not divided and neither because if, and it's like his love does not divide. So God, I just pray for this like revelation of like that. We are all sitting at the same table. (laughs) We're all eating and we're finding our source and our life and our righteousness is actually in you. And this takes this humility of coming to the table and seeing my brother and sister, seeing even the ones in need, right? The ones who may be homeless, the may ones, the family that's struggling to pay their bills this month, the mom who just, it, you know, is having a hard time with her children, like that they may be like, whether they're in our congregation or they're just people we see as those in need within the capital C church. When I say capital C church, I mean, they're believers in Christ. Um, they're part of God's family and God's church, but they're not necessarily part of our immediate congregation. We don't need to see those people. And even if they are, it's like, we don't need to see those people as a burden or like, oh my gosh, they just want something from me. It's like, that's my brother and sister in need. Like, how can I help them? Like, how can I pray for them? How can I be a blessing to them? Because that's going to change our heart posture um, uh, toward them when we see them rightly. We're actually aligning our hearts to see each other rightly. We're getting rid of the worldly old man mindset and seeing each other as God sees us as he sees his children. And if we, if we want to see kingdom come to the earth, we have to have his heart. We have to have his heart. So Jesus, I just pray that we, that you would give us revelation, that you would perfect us in the word, Lord. Yeah, that you would convict us and bring repentance out of your kindness and your love. Because there's so much more that you have for us and that you have for the world. But we need your heart. Oh, Lord, humble us, God. Humble us, Lord. Humble us. So thank you, Jesus. Um, 
yeah, I just really feel it's like the world is so used. And I say the world, it's like people that don't know Jesus yet. They're so used to seeing division. They're so used to seeing, you know, strife and like chaos. And it's like, but when we let the kingdom come in our hearts, it's going to come in our midst and people are going to be drawn to the kingdom of God and what it really looks like. The opportunity to show the people show people what the kingdom really looks like because we aligned our hearts with God. And just going back to that verse, James 2, 3, if you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you should stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. That, have you not discriminated amongst yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts. This is what it says in the Bible. This is what people are used to. They're used to seeing the, you know, the poor, um, like they're used to seeing people who are poor, like, you know, oh, you're over here. Oh, you're favored if you have money. That's so worldly. Like we cannot look like the world and bring the kingdom. So I just pray that like this podcast, like I just, I just pray and invite you to go search out these scriptures, read first Corinthians 10 through 12, you know, read James two, And I just pray that Lord, you would just bring us a deeper revelation, but and heart change so that we can actually bring your kingdom, your kingdom on this earth, Lord, and people will actually see you. Because when there's kingdom, the king is there. (laughs) And they would see you, Lord. So we just bless your name, Jesus, and bless every single person here. Amen. Hey, sister. Thanks for listening today. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure and share it with a friend or share it to your Instagram story. And give us a tag at the Sisters of Christ. Always feel free to DM and reach out for prayer requests or if you just want to chat. All right. Have an awesome day, and I'll see you next time.